Hey, Pilgrims, we are back with three innovative startups to cover on this week's Dose. First, you'll hear about Cryptoys, a blockchain-based toy company that teaches younger audiences about the concepts of digital ownership and NFT mechanics sizzling off of their $23 million Series A. Then, listen on for a breakdown of Wonder, a food delivery company leveraging mobile restaurants partnered with popular chefs like Bobby Flay, coming off a massive $350 million round. Oh, baby. And lastly, you'll hear about Pixelot and their $161 million Series D. The Israel-based company leverages AI technology to help everyone from high schools to pro sports teams seamlessly film and broadcast sports like never before. Dive on in now, you hear? (laughs) (laughs) You see here, kid? You gotta just go for it. Don't think about what comes after or what came before. You just gotta bend your knees, take a deep breath, and jump. This is Venture Pill with your hosts, Brandon and Sam. We're here to prescribe you your weekly dose of startups and venture capital to keep you informed in the evolving world of venture. Okay, first story of this week's dose is Cryptoys, which just closed a $23 million Series A led by Andreessen Horowitz, accompanied by Dapper Labs, Draper & Associates, Accrue Capital, and others. Cryptoys is building a blockchain-based toy company that teaches younger audiences about the concepts of digital ownership and NFT mechanics. I know what you're thinking. The past few months have not been too kind to the NFT market. No, no, not at all. Not at all. And while transaction volume hasn't dropped off too significantly, the dollar amount invested in the space has taken a nosedive as crypto prices crash and burn. Yeah, it's been quite a crash and burn, you know, not just in crypto, but across many markets and financial markets. Uh, So it'll be interesting to see how companies like this make it through what might be a long new crypto winter, as many deem it. Uh, But this platform will launch uh, coming soon in a couple of months and has characters that are kind of like pseudo NFT webkins. (laughs) I like the way you put that. Um, But yeah, I think many of us know or remember about Webkins and kind of looking back at that, it's like a, the OG metaverse. Looking back at how there was a physical toy connected with a digital world mm-hmm. and you could connect with friends. And it only makes sense that a company like that is taking that to the new age of NFTs and digital ownership. Right. Were you more of a Webkins or a Club Penguin kind of Webkins guy? through and through. Wow. Yeah. Respect. I I was honestly probably more of a Club Penguin kind of guy. And Mm -hmm. that's another instance of, you know, an early metaverse where everyone was a penguin, but you were in-game purchases throughout the whole experience and interacting with people in all the different worlds. Yeah. Um, Pretty crazy to see the evolution from then to now. Right. But back to Cryptoys. So people naturally experience some difficulty and friction while navigating these NFT trading platforms. I know I certainly do. Um, And Cryptoids helps sidestep some of these difficulties by partnering with Dapper Labs and leveraging Dapper Labs' Flow blockchain to launch their platform. So the Flow blockchain is actually what NBA Top Shot runs on. 
And basically it offers a blockchain light experience, if you will, which allows users to avoid some of the typical roadblocks and hurdles that are experienced in NFT land, such as high gas fees, as well as the inability to transact with several payment methods, including credit cards, and more of these hurdles that are just yeah. kind of additional road bumps. Yeah, I mean, traditionally with blockchains like Ethereum, uh, maybe Solana is a little bit better, but it, there, there's these barriers to entry. Like you can't just use a credit card to buy something. It's, it's a little bit hard for somebody who's new to the space. This blockchain light experience is a little bit easier for new folks to get involved. I remember when I first did that on NBA Top Shot, which was like virtual yes. trading cards <laughs> back when it was just crazy popular in February 2021. Such a peak of a market there. I think they're still, you know, functioning now, but obviously it was a big up and a down for them. But yeah, it is cool to see that Cryptoys is leveraging the Flow blockchain too. And I could say it was a pretty easy user experience. Mm -hmm. Segwaying to our next point here, uh, interestingly enough, the users on this platform are required to be 18 years or older, hmm. um, even though this is, again, a, a platform built for younger audiences. But CEO Will Weinraub says that parent-controlled wallets are on the way, and this will allow younger users to interact more directly with the platform and learn about NFTs. And honestly... I mean, thinking about my parents, I think a blockchain light experience would be helpful for some of the older audiences yeah. as well um, that, you know, don't necessarily want to go through all the steps along the way to invest in an NFT or any kind of blockchain right. crypto product. Yeah. And I'm also curious to see how they intertwine Web3 crypto education into this. Like if it's going to be a true on-ramp for younger people to learn about it, I'm curious to see how it actually works with educational aspects onboarding them and teaching them about, you know, basic concepts of blockchains and digital ownership and things like that. So in a way, it's an ed tech company, too. And mm -hmm. I'd be interested to see how much of it is focused on that. Right. We've talked so much about gaming, and I think it's become a clear theme that for the younger generations, one of the best ways to connect, educate them, engage with them is through gaming. Mm -hmm. And with that, Cryptoys plans on using this Series A funding to expand into some NFT adjacent opportunities, including play to earn games and other methods of incentivizing younger audiences to use the Cryptoids platform, which again, I mean, I was playing games on Webkins, I was yeah. playing games on Club Penguin. It truly is such an effective way to capture that audience. It is. And it's a great way to teach people new technology. I think gaming Oftentimes, the gaming industry leads the way in new technology trends, mm -hmm. and then other industries follow. Um, so it's a pretty interesting angle to it. Uh, it'll be exciting to see them launch and see how they can hopefully eventually expand into actual kids you know, younger than 18, which right. would be really, really cool. Agreed. All right, next company of this week's dose is Wonder, which announced a massive, massive round. $350 million Series B. That's one of the biggest Series Bs we've covered. Woo! <laughs> oh, baby. Uh, that puts them at a $3.5 billion valuation, according to the Wall Street Journal. This round was led by Bain Capital Ventures with participation from many other notable investors like General Catalyst, Amex Ventures, and many others. The usual suspects, if you will. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So what does this company do? Basically, they're in the food delivery market, but they're taking a little bit of a different approach, a spicy approach. Oh, if it's you will. spicy. Um, 
So what they do is they partner with famous chefs like Bobby Flay and uh, many others that, that I was excited to see. And they mesh that with this mobile kitchen model, mobile restaurants, they call them, where you can order food just as you might on like Uber Eats or DoorDash, something like that. But these restaurants, they don't have a brick and mortar location. Um, instead, they're mobile. And so they're in your neighborhood. They're, you know, they can cook the food quickly and serve it up to you fresh, oftentimes just steps away from your door. It's a lot more efficient of a model as opposed to the now traditional Uber Eats type uh, gig economy model. Right. I, I love the idea here because with platforms like Uber Eats, just as a consumer on Uber Eats, the food always comes, you know, either soggy or yeah. cold or, you know, I, I appreciate being able to get fresh food just steps away from my door. It feels like it's farm to table <laughs> in the gig economy. Though. <laughs> yeah. um, but anyway, the company just launched about six months ago and already has 19 mobile restaurants serving over 100,000 people in the beautiful and my native New Jersey, <laughs> uh, which I absolutely love. Seeing Bobby Flay reminds me of Bobby Flay's Burger Palace, oh, yeah. which was a huge institution in, in the local mall that I used to go shopping with my mom at Kohl's <laughs> every summer. Um, so good to see that Bobby Flay is keeping the legacy alive in New Jersey there. And they plan on using this funding to continue expansion in New Jersey and even expanding into the greatest county of them all, Bergen <laughs> County, and upping their mobile restaurant number up to 30. Wow, this is truly hitting home for you. You're going to have to go and spend some time with, with mom and dad and <laughs> order some food from these restaurants. Yeah, and maybe I can go shopping at Kohl's with my mom after as well. <laughs> um, yeah, and I think... You know, another thing we wanted to highlight about Wonder is the mission aspect of the company. And, and as you guys know, if you're a true pilgrim, you know, part of making the pilgrimage is learning about missions of, of companies and putting venture dollars to work to make the world a better place. Mm -hmm. And so what Wonder is trying to do is to revolutionize this crowded market and take a more sustainable approach to it in their food sourcing. They want to reduce food waste. Their fleet of mobile kitchens are carbon neutral, and they and they focus on sustainable packaging as well. So, a pretty cool approach to to what seems like a monopolized, maybe not monopolized, but duopolized or multiopolized <laughs> market. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I mean, as you said, we we love finding these mission based companies that. On top of, yes, having good metrics and good financials, they also do more for the greater good than just make money. I also think that this is just a super efficient approach to these food delivery services. And it seems like they're taking the approach of segmented, responsible patient growth, mm -hmm. um, starting with, again, Bergen County, New Jersey, yeah. which yeah. I absolutely love. Uh, another thing of note is that this company is actually founded by Mark Lore who we've mentioned a couple of times, including our discussion on Mojo, which mm -hmm. was one of our favorite startups for me that, that we've covered. That was the stock market for sports, if, if our pilgrims out there recall. But Mark Laura has in-depth experience in delivery technology platforms, as he's the guy who actually sold Jet.com to Walmart for $3 billion. A cool $3 billion. A cool $3 billion back in 2016. So again, certainly trust his expertise and the vision with this company and love to see where they're started and excited to see where they'll go. Yeah, a truly interesting approach. 
a great team, some solid investors, and a lot of capital behind it. So they've got some work to do here, growing in New Jersey and then growing beyond. It'll be interesting to see how they can repeat, if and how they can repeat that model in new markets. Yeah, I can't wait to support the platform next time I'm back home in New Jersey. All right, so our last company for today is called Pixelot. Pixelot raised a $161 million Series D led by PSG, valuing the Israeli startup at $500 million. So I think got to be one of the biggest Israeli startups out there. Um, And we're, we're happy to include an Israeli startup as we drop this episode. We will likely be in Israel ourselves, so this will be uh, cool to include some Israeli tech action mm-hmm. in, in a couple of our episodes. So what Pixelot does is they leverage AI technology to film and broadcast sports seamlessly. They do this across 17 different sports. It's actually the only company of its kind to offer what they call a full suite of services from filming, producing, to broadcasting, and even data analytics. Yeah, pretty remarkable that they even have the data analytics component Mm -hmm. um, on top of all the other services in the suite there. Well, you know what is interesting about that is I was reading up on it, and they actually acquired another company to bring in that data analytics Mm -hmm. offering. So they've been growing through acquisition as well. Right, yeah. It seems like they're pretty much a vertically integrated sports broadcasting and data reporting firm here. It has systems deployed at 23,000 venues covering 70 countries worldwide, which leads to them producing more than 350,000 hours of live sports per month, which is ridiculous um, and significantly more than any other company in the world and in that marketplace. We both like to watch sports, but I don't think we could (laughs) quite keep up with that (laughs) that volume. Is there even 350,000 hours in, in the month. day? <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but we will certainly try. And also, they work with some very notable teams that you may or may not have heard before, especially if you're a big football fan like football. I am. Football. including FC Barcelona, as well as Real Madrid and Bayern Munich. So really some of the biggest, most prominent clubs in all of European football. Yeah. I, I would even say that beyond that, their more core market, and this is just based on what I saw from the company and what they provide, is really serving high schools, youth sports organizations, and lesser-known leagues. They also do partner with ESPN, the MLB, and NBA in serving these lesser-known leagues and sports organizations. But this is really what I think their core market is, is to allow lower-budget sports leagues to get access to high-quality broadcast coverage and analytics like the big leagues do, but at a fraction of the cost. And so I think it's pretty cool that they're providing this technology to allow people to share sports. Like think about more remote high schools or youth sports leagues to allow their grandparents to see their grandchildren play, you know, across the country or across the world or something like that and make it a a high quality broadcast with AI generated stats and things on the screen that look like a like a professional broadcast. True. Yeah, I actually love that use case. And I like how they're they're really covering the full spectrum of sports teams from, again, the biggest clubs and biggest leagues in the world, mm-hmm. all the way to high school and smaller, lesser known leagues. And I think it's important to note that some of those bigger teams that we mentioned, like the FC Barcelona and like the NBA, 
are actually leveraging this platform even during practice and scrimmaging to yeah. get better data on their players as well as more video content. Mm-hmm. I kind of even think about um, Drive to Survive, the yeah. Formula One Netflix show, which is just so much behind the scenes footage as well as data and leveraging that to make some kind of content that everyone, there's, there's a market for this kind of content everywhere. Right, and you just think about Drive to Survive and content like that and how much it can further a sport's reach across the world, um, it's pretty incredible. So I'm really excited about this. We both love sports and to bring a new kind of technology to what is seemingly an archaic sports broadcasting type of industry, mm-hmm. you know, lagging behind um, to allow, to equip these leagues and even some of the big players with a technology that makes it that much easier to film, produce, and and distribute content it only it will only mean benefits for those leagues for years to come. So it's, right. it's awesome. Yeah, and I I know you and I we're we're always gonna like something that hits that cross section of venture capital and sports. Yeah, and this this really nails that exact spot. So we'll certainly have our eyes on Pixelot and excited to see the Israeli startups' future. Yeah, they've got two hundred thirty employees right now. I imagine that will grow quite significantly in the coming months as they look to expand further internationally uh, and continue building their mission of democratizing sports around the world. God, I love that mission. Gotta democratize. (laughs) Democratize sports, baby. I love that. Yeah. Well, I think that wraps up this week's Dose. Uh, Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you next week. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. I'm Sam. I'm Brandon. And this is Venture Pill. Join us next week for another dose of startups and venture capital. And as always, we appreciate our pilgrims spreading the word about the show. Share with your friends and help someone else make the pilgrimage. Signing off. She told me that she only bumps my music when she's lonely. Thinks my vibe's a little low-key, okie-dokie, that's alright, but wait, I don't know how to do